There were a lot of questions about Tommy Lloyd and his recruiting when it comes to Arizona basketball. He answered those, and he answered those in a big way with Carter Bryan and Jamari Phillips, and they are both exploding and both playing awesome basketball to this point. But let's talk more about it here on Locked On Wildcats. You are Locked On Wildcats. Your daily podcast on the Arizona Wildcats. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Thanks for keeping it locked on, Wildcats. I am your host, Mike Luke. All right. Now, let's talk a little bit. And thanks for making it your first listen of the day. Let's talk a little bit of Carter Bryant. Let's talk a little bit of Jamari Phillips in this 2024 class, because I do believe that this could be a rather historic class for Arizona. Now, the first thing is where does uh, Carter Bryant, again, uh, we talked about him quite a bit on Monday, but we got to talk a little bit about just the importance of what he does mean to this program. The first thing, though, that you got to look at and you got to understand is that Carter Bryant is a, um, you know, again, this is the kind of guy that Sean Miller was get, uh, getting on a regular basis. No matter what you think of Sean Miller, he could obviously recruit. And Carter Bryant was very much in that uh, in that category as far as uh, players that were highly rated guys that uh, that Miller would generally get. Tommy Lloyd's gotten this dude. Now, as only has Tommy Lloyd gotten him, um, he is a perfect fit because here's what Carter Bryant can do. He can move without the ball. He can um, he can pass. He can facilitate. He can shoot. He can just do a lot of different things. He is what an NBA he's what an NBA or NBA small forward is supposed to look like. Um, again, we've been we've used the Jason Tatum comparison. I think that's a pretty good comparison, to be honest with you. Um, but he also lets the game come easy to him. He doesn't need to have a ton of uh, different uh, plays ran for him. He's not high maintenance. He doesn't need to do any of that nonsense right there. He is just a he is just a good basketball player, and he's the kind of player that Tommy Lloyd I think will really like because he's not ball dominant. He's he's got a very very big head or a good head for the game, and again. Just the dude that uh, I think there's a lot to like about it right here. And not only is there a lot to like about him, I think there's also a lot to um, – I think there's also just kind of a lot to uh, say uh, um, that, uh, you know, there's a lot to like about him right there. And I'm a big I'm a big fan of what he can do. Um, I do think that uh, Tommy Lloyd uh, obviously um, – prioritized him for a reason. And the reason that he prioritized him is because he can play. And he was a big get because uh, players like this all have uh, uh, kids are all fans of certain players growing up. That's just the way it is. Carter Bryant is that dude. Carter Bryant is um, he's been on the national radar for quite a while now. And I guarantee you that there's kids coming up that uh, look up to Carter Bryant and it starts making you look at Arizona a little bit, just the way it is. Um, and not only is it uh, making you look at Arizona a little bit, it also fascinates you, though, as well, that uh, not only is Arizona there, but at the same time, um, it makes it uh, makes it cool because a lot of people had questions about Carter Bryant, obviously, or excuse me, Tommy Lloyd's recruiting. And you know what? Some of those I think were, uh, you know, I think some of them were fair. I think that he misplayed a few recruitments. He still had to figure some things out, but he obviously gets it. 
Dudes like Tommy Lloyd, who are smart, who are adaptive, they get basketball, they get the recruiting world. And I think that's why you don't really worry too much about him right there. Now, I think with, uh, with Arizona, the one thing you look at is, I mean, you know, what, uh, who could be that, what, what could really this movement be this springboard right here. And Jamari Phillips is going to be right there in that as well. Jamari Phillips, Again, he's not rated as highly as Carter Bryant, but I'm glad, though, that some schools are coming around or some entities are coming around on him and giving him the due and the uh, the justice that he so deserves right there. Because, again, he is, for a while, he was rated in the mid-30s. He better player than that. He just is. And not only is he a better player than that, he's a significantly better player than that. And um, I think now 24-7, I believe, has him at 16 or 17. That feels much, much better than where he was, uh, than where he was rated before. That it just felt, um, um, it just it just feels that right now Arizona will uh, um, get both these dudes. And not only will they get both these guys, I think they're going to be stars from day one. And that's what we're going to talk about, what you can really expect. Sorry, we're having a few internet problems here. But what can you really expect from these guys? The first thing that I think you can expect from Carter or uh, Carter Bryant is he might be a two-year player. Keep in mind, he's got a great family system right there. Deshaun Bryant uh, played at uh, Long Beach State. Uh, really, really good coach um, as well. His brother, uh, Trayvon, was a McDonald's All-American, went to Missouri out of Long Beach. Um, both big time, obviously players, they've been around the block. They know exactly what's going on. Um, and they're not going to, you know, if, if Carter Bryant needs two years, then they'll get two years and make no mistake. Carter Bryant's an NBA player, but he's also got the right people in his corner that also know that, all right, it might take him a little bit longer. Uh, and you know what, if you got to be there two years, then he'll be there two years. The NBA is always going to be there for him. But from a statistical perspective, I think as a freshman, you're probably looking at what, 12 and five, maybe a couple, 12, five and three, 12, five and four. He's got some real facilitating nature to him, which is very impressive, obviously. I That's kind of what I'm looking at, though, for him uh, from Carter Bryant is somewhere in that realm, though, about 12, five and four. And then obviously, if you get him back for a sophomore year, then you're probably looking at first team All American status. You're probably looking at 20 points, seven rebounds, four or five assists, something like that. Then, when it comes to uh, Jamari Phillips, um, I think Jamari Phillips is going to be ready to rock and roll from day one. I really do. I now he's probably not quite the prospect that Carter is because he's a little bit shorter, but he's also got so many skills that. Um, that just transfer perfectly to this day and age of college basketball. And not only that, he is able to, he's a three level scorer. He can get to the rim. He can shoot the three and he can pull up from mid range. A lot of times you get players who are kind of limited, who aren't able to do, you know, uh, you know, one of those three with Jamari Phillips. The one thing about him is that, I mean, let's be honest here with Jamari Phillips. The one thing is, um, people had questions about his athleticism. They shouldn't. Um, he's throwing down tomahawks and traffic. He can be, he can do again. He's athletically, he is more than good enough. He is more than capable. He is an above average athlete. There's no, uh, there's no real, uh, real problems with him at all. Now, from a statistical perspective, what should we expect? We're going to talk about that here in just a second, as there are a lot of uh, interest, uh, interesting things, though, that we can talk about. But first, FanDuel. FanDuel right now. Now, we just had the NBA draft. That's over. But you're going to have the NFL right around the corner. What's more enjoyable than watching football and betting on it? 
That's where uh, FanDuel comes in. Check it out, fanduel.com backslash locked on college. All kinds of fun stuff right there. And not only all kinds of fun stuff, but um, it again, it's uh, your money's good with it. FanDuel's been around forever. And not only has FanDuel been around forever, FanDuel is also the spot, though, where you can go and you can bet a lot of different, uh, you can bet on a lot of different stuff and make it enticing at the same time. I'm, uh, I'm like I said, super, super excited for football to be here. But in the meantime, FanDuel is going to get me through a lot of this. So again, check it out, FanDuel. All right, come back with us. We're going to talk more about what we should expect from Jamari Phillips in year one or year two. March Madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Every Monday, Andy Patton and Isaac Shade recap the biggest stories in college basketball, keep you up to date on the NCAA tournament bubble, and get you ready for the upcoming week of games. From the Big East to the Mountain West and everywhere in between, Andy and Isaac have college hoops covered on the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Thanks for making Locked On Wildcats your first listen of the day. I am your host, Mike Luke. All right. Now, having a, there's going to be a little bit of a shorter pod today. We're having a few internet problems over here. Um, but the uh, Jamari Phillips, though, is a freshman. He's going to be double-digit score. I don't know how much, but he could easily be 12 points. 13, uh, 13 points, something like that. Um, but not only that, he's going to be able to get to where he needs to on the court. He's already an incredibly polished basketball player. And when I mean incredibly polished, I mean, again, very, very strong, very succinct out there. His movements, how he uh, gets to where he needs to get to on the court, all of that Jamari Phillips has in spades. And not only that, he's, uh, like I said, he is a he's just kind of a next-level type talent right there. Um, I think that he's probably a two-year player. Again, he's definitely an NBA guy. Watch him. You can just tell, you know. Um, but I do think that he's probably a two-year player, and I think by that time that he's a sophomore, you're looking at the high teens, something like that. And a player that could potentially lead the, uh, and a player that could potentially lead the conference in uh, uh, in scoring. He's that good. He's got that kind of ability. And then you're going to be able to fill out that 2024 class. You got. You're going to have some other options. A player like Tunde, uh, Yesfu might be. Uh, uh, he might uh, trans or he might reclassify. There were some rumblings about that. You got some other options there in 2024, but the linchpins you have for that class are already in there. These are your two cornerstone players. And not only are these your two cornerstone players, these are the two players that you, um, you know, are going to be the backbone and they check off all the boxes. We're going to talk about those boxes here in just a second. Let's keep it locked on Wildcats. Thanks for keeping it locked on Wildcats. I'm your host, Mike Luke. All right, Carter Bryant, Jamari Phillips, they check off all the boxes like we were just talking about. High character kids, come from great families, um, scorers, uh, understand the game of basketball. There's, uh, they're very, there's a high IQ level to them as well. There's just a lot to really like about what they're able to do. Um, and I think kind of the next, um, uh, I think the next step is that, um, the next step is what can uh, who can you add in that 2024 class and how can you capitalize on that? Because a lot of it is 
um, a lot of a lot of this is, quite frankly, is you know word of mouth. Kids, uh, like especially in Southern California, it's always going to be your recruiting grounds. If they do well, um, then uh, you know if they do well and they talk about young kids coming up and they're like, hey man, you should check this one out. You should check this school out. That's always going to be a good look. And I think this is a big part of what Arizona needs to do. They need this to be a bit good look for them right there. And I expect this to be. All right. I do apologize. Like I said, it's a little bit of a shorter show today, having a few internet problems here. But as always, really appreciate you guys keeping it locked on Wildcats and making this your first listen of the day. I'm your host, Mike Luke. You've been listening to Locked on Wildcats, and we will be back with you.